Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the fourth, ep- the third episode? No, 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 no. Fourth. Fourth, fourth, fourth episode, fourth episode mm-hmm. of season four of Downton Abbey, right there. Um, this time Emily's in the hot seat. <laughs> so... So get ready for a hot mess. Uh-huh. Because ever no, since be I... Okay figured out how to record now i'm like oh better have emily on this one she's gonna force me to do it more now which i'm not happy about but nope. i will i will survive um all right well without further ado let's get this party started with a theme song <laughs> did a fade <laughs> i just tried really hard to do that uh who's this is that anna anna walking yes, back okay um after i'm presuming walking it's... to downton from from her and mr bates's house right yeah. yes and not so long after the events of last episode probably like a few yes. days or just the day the day after because uh, just a day or so everybody's I would think. leaving so yeah horrible horrible events that happened last episode mm. That would just haunt me for the rest of my days. Um, looks like she's shining some shoes in the boot room or whatever room this is. Yeah. Um, I know they mention a boot room later. They do. And Mr. Bates comes in. <laughs> I don't know if this is the exact same room that, that, that they talk about later being the boot room, but it right. makes sense if you shine shoes in there. Definitely. Um, That's the shoe room. Shoes. Yes, it's the shoe, shoe room. Um, but Mr. Bates came in and, you know, was like, why did you walk to Downton by yourself today without me and she's just like I I had stuff I needed to do or something like I think she left yeah. early or something yeah and he was like she's like I had I had to get to Downton early because I had a lot of stuff to do and so she's obviously obviously not doing great she's not doing good no and Mr. Bates is getting worried and they ask her about it at breakfast here everybody's sitting and I think it was Thomas who's like what happened to you and she's like I fell and I cut my lip Oh, yeah, because I guess, do you think this is the day after? I think it is. I because, really think it is. yeah, people would have noticed her her scars before if it had been a couple of days. So, mm-hmm. and Thomas just brings them up. Yeah. Um, Jimmy says something uh, a little bit smart. And then Mr. Carson's like, Jimmy. 
She has to sit next to the guy that assaulted her, and I fucking hate that. Yeah. She gets up as fast as possible to go do something else, and um, Mr. Bates tries to get something out of Mrs. Hughes, and she's, like, not saying anything. So I think that guy's listening. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's everybody's just, there. Oh, everybody's everyone's listening. Um, and then, of course, like, Thomas is really happy because everybody else around him is miserable and that's uh that's what makes him so happy thomas can only be happy if everyone else is in pain that's kind of yeah he's the worst goodness (laughs) yeah so yeah that guy the bad one everybody's leaving now so i think it's like they had kind of an earlyish breakfast so they could see everybody off um and mr carson says bye to mr gillingham and mrs hughes's staring at this man she is giving him the death glare because she knows she knows she knows everything oh just makes me feel so gross i can't about michael gregson saying bye to robert and robert's like like uh good good to have you like i like you now yeah and i think (laughs) happy to have you be a part of the family yeah it's great and then the duchess talks to tom and i think what she says to her what she says to him is really nice actually because do you want to play it? Yeah, I think it's nice that, like, because Tom was obviously very conflicted about the whole situation and being a part of the family and stuff. Um, and, like, the Duchess kind of, like, pushed him towards thinking he doesn't belong there in some way because they can't really connect with each other. Yeah. She's just trying to, she's just trying to make him feel okay. You look as if you're glad to see the back of us. No. You've been kind to me, but I'm afraid I haven't been much fun to be with. Grief's odd, Tom. When the Duke died, it made me terribly clumsy. I kept dropping and breaking things. But it was because it felt disloyal to manage anything properly without him. Do you see? But you could manage. Yes, I could. So can you. I wonder. The trouble is that I'm not really... Oh. Oh, yes, you can, Tom. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can handle it. I mean, you're already fucked up, but, like... <laughs> oh, I don't think you turned it all the way down, buddy. Did I not? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it looks it looks like it is. But there, there, there we go. I had to have a little X there. Rose I is see. saying goodbye to the guy that she was dancing with and stuff, but she's like, I'm not really out yet, so we can't really court right now and he's like and since when did that matter or something like he's just being real he's being real pushy you know who else is being pushy anthony anthony right is that his name i I don't know i don't think it's anthony i feel like it's something i don't think it's antonio if you go over the what does it say it was x-ray here we go x-ray anthony yeah oh it is anthony okay all right um he's yeah he's like trying to get married to come see him in the city she's like i don't know if i'm gonna do that yeah i, I don't know if at this point like he knows that she's coming to london no because like, she's planning a trip okay he didn't okay he doesn't know okay that's right because going. cora because cora does the thing later <laughs> this <laughs> whole episode is just meddling and disaster okay uh. God, just meddling and putting your nose in everything. Yeah. Uh, we got Isabel. She's talking to Dr. Hark- Harkins? Harkin? Harkins? Clarkson. My goodness, Clarkson. Emily. He says, he says, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did he Clark- say? Nothing. I don't, I heard, I, I just, I forgot his name. It's Dr. Um, Dr. Clarkson. 
but he's he's asking her uh to you know help him in the hospital again you know he really uh enjoyed having her you know help him out and you know she seems like she needs some something to keep her busy um so she said she'll think about it mm-hmm. yeah and um this is where we have the conversation about uh mary going to london right Right. The case for the fact that I think they're going to try and let the house or get like some kind of loan or something instead of selling lands to make this tax payment. I think that's what's yes. going to happen. So they're just going to go and like talk to the tax people about it, I think. Um, yeah. And that's what her, Mary and Tom are going into the city for. Yes. But she's, you know, like trying to make a case for the fact that they should just do this plan instead of selling down pieces of down right. property. Um, yeah. And they say they're going to London and then Rose is like, Oh, I love London. Let's go. So can I please go there? I don't see why not. I don't see why you can't go. Obviously there's, you know, it's not like you caused any problems or anything. Right. It's not like you're really young. Um, Mary and Cora's also like, Oh, you're gonna go meet up with Anthony, Tony Gilliam, Gilliam. So, yes, and she's like, I don't know, probably not. You know, I'm I'm there on business, not on, not on social calls. And she's like, okay. And Mary's like, shut up, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Thomas leaves the room, and he comes across Edna. Oh Jesus, fucking Edna. Tom. Oh boy. <sighs> so. Oh, God. I can't even explain it. He's basically like, I behaved badly. I'm sorry. You know, I think he's definitely trying to pose it as this was a mistake and we shouldn't, you know, do this anymore. She she is totally playing like the victim here. She's oh, yeah. Like, or she's like, I thought you, like, I thought you hated me, like, because of what we did or something. Like, you're not yeah. talking to me. Like, I thought I did something wrong. Like, don't like, like, what? You did like, get what him did drunk. I, and then you slap yeah. him. So... Yeah, he basically says, I'm sorry I got drunk and I, I wasn't in the right mindset. Like, we shouldn't have done that. Like, that's basically what he was saying. She's trying and to... Of... <laughs> and of course Thomas was listening. Oh my god, I know! <sighs> of course he was. So now he's going to act all smug around Edda. Because she's going to yeah. be wanting something. Down in the kitchen, uh, Mrs. Patmore has given the task of making these, like, asparagus, uh, like, phyllo dough asparagus pastries, like, mm-hmm. to Ivy to do. And, you know. That's hard. She's very excited. She's like, I don't I don't want to mess up. Yeah. Um, does Daisy say the bitch thing now or did she say the no. bitch thing later? No. Okay. This was like, James was like, I don't want to, you know. He, he just doesn't think it's useful to have, like, fancy food so oh yeah that's right he was commenting on the fancy food because you know jimmy's just being a dick mm-hmm. um, um oh god you should and just Edna fucking... oh fine i mean she's the worst edna I comes in to find tom packing so much for lunch she basically like stalks tom back up to his room yeah oh she's a stalker i hate her what are you doing Like what? To use her one minute and to cast her aside the next. I've said I'm sorry. Yes, you're sorry. I know. Suppose I'm pregnant. What will you do then? Don't be ridiculous. You can't be pregnant. It's not as easy as that. But it is. Just as easy. 
What's the point in talking about it now? You won't know for weeks. Because I must be sure that you'll marry me if I'm carrying your child. I need to know that you won't cast me off, that you'll be a man of honor if it comes to it. And don't say I'm not good enough. If you were good enough for Lady Sybil Crawley, then I'm good enough for you. Don't speak her name. Ooh. Oh, she's so terrible. She's, so she's trying to cuckold him. And Basically. this is her her plan to get in his pants and then try to make him marry her. Yeah, and on like just just for the chance that she might be pregnant, which I mean is a pretty good chance. Too, you know, like, like who knows? You don't really know, but it's you don't like, know. You don't know now. So you don't know until you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, as uh, you know, we'll we'll learn later. That's what Mrs. Hughes says. She's like she could have gotten pregnant from anyone mm -hmm. and blamed it on Tom. Now that she slept with him. So yeah. you don't really know if, you know, because she's that crazy. Like, she's that conniving. She's crazy. She's <laughs> absolutely crazy. So Tom, Tom now has to worry about this. Ugh, poor Tom. He doesn't Violet's, Violet's visiting Isabel. Looks like they're at the church yeah. slash uh, cemetery. I think she, visited, um, she visits um, her son all the time. So that's probably why we see her in the, in the cemetery a couple times in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah isabel yeah um and she says she's having you know these kind of bad moral feelings of thinking other people can't have fun because her son is dead like including lady mary and then she's like that's a really selfish way to think and um you know i like that you know um violet's being really like sympathetic towards this she's like well that's just your thoughts and like it's okay to think those things and it's okay that you know like you're having a hard time here you know and yeah you're not like cutting people off so that's good yeah it's gonna take pe different people different lengths of time to to get over their grief and you know i mean mary isn't even over it either people are just pushing this guy on her and you know she's not quite ready no she's not he's doing it too as we'll yeah. talk about it's just unfair it's bad um yeah. anna's being we're in, extremely quiet <laughs> yeah we're in mary's quarters uh, anna's helping her get ready for dinner and um you know anna's normally chatting with mary about things happening but she, she's not saying anything and she just you know she looks really sad and mm -hmm. everyone knows something is wrong like anna is not hiding anything well like yeah She's been I through mean, a very traumatic experience. It's not something that you can just ignore. So I know, but she, but like if she's trying to just like I understand Deflect. that she's sad and, she, and, and she, yes, I, I like. But if she didn't want people to press her about it so that she doesn't have to talk about it, you'd think she'd try to maybe hide it. A <laughs> Be little a better, better actress about because, it <laughs> because everybody in the house knows, and I don't know how she can keep it a secret much longer. Like she has to tell. Like people have to know. Like, yeah, gonna know. that's true. Um, we just had like a small conversation between Robert and Cora about maybe Mary was it Anthony? Joined, like Anthony, yeah. yeah, and like yeah, his interest in her. And I, I, I think that it. that's where Cora said she was gonna reach out to Aunt Rosamond. Isn't that which when mm, she says it? I think so to see if yeah. they can all go together and like she can meet up with him. Yeah, planning something. Now they're at dinner. I don't remember if they say anything of importance here. They're um, all gonna be going to London, including Edith, so she could go see her boyfriend. 
and they're trying they're trying to ask tom a question and he is not paying attention and he's having a hard time he is uh he is elsewhere um freaking out about fucking edna yeah which is like a thing to freak out about because he made yeah, a big definitely. mistake and yeah. it's not good it could go very she badly for him the advantage of him yes <laughs> but he well, did it he kitchen. slept with her so he did yeah he did but she knew what she was doing <laughs> she was giving him like really really tall glasses of alcohol of whiskey James um, goes down to talk to Ivy and tells her her filo to taste like air. And she's like, that's good. That's what it should taste like. Mm-hmm. And then they start dancing. I think this is where they kind of talking about, like, dreams and what they want to do with their life and stuff. And James tries to go in for a kiss and Alfred walks in. <laughs> oh, boy. He's just having a bitch fit. He's just like, I should report you too. <laughs> like, he is so mad. And then like, so Daisy criticizes Daisy Ivy. Daisy the bitch thing. Yeah, she's now on the, def- like, she's basically like, well, you know, Ivy, this is really easy to make, so, you know. So it's not like they're that hard to make, and Miss Pamela's like, for a beginner, it could be very difficult, Daisy, what the fuck? It's just because she's jealous about James and Alfred and that whole love square situation, so. I know, she she literally gets everything she asks for. Like, she's she's finally working in the kitchen. She's, like, a kitchen assistant. She got, like, she got someone to take over her job. And she's just, she's just, just never happy. Like, she, she's <laughs> never satisfied. Well, that's the point of this show. Like, everybody has to be wanting something. I Ugh, mean. Yeah. I guess the only, I mean, yeah, everybody's got a motive, right? So, like, mm-hmm. the only people who really don't is usually Violet. Who just is trying to like talk to people? She's yeah. like the voice of reason a lot of the time. Yeah. Sometimes she has her own agenda, but she kind of she's kind of just an observer. Yeah. Like she just she just kind of does her own thing. Uh, we're back with the Bateses, and um, oh, Mr. Bates is like, know, I've done something wrong. He's like, What have I done wrong? And she's like, Nothing. You haven't done anything wrong. And he's like, I can't come near you. I can't touch you. Like you won't you won't talk to me. And yeah. this is where Anna says the most horrible thing. Why don't you play it then? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many horrible things in this episode. Oh, how far should I go? Just okay. that's that's fine. She, he tries Please. to touch her, and she's like reflexes, and she's like, "Don't touch me." Okay, okay, I'll, I'll just play it here. Okay, okay, here we go. Don't. I'm sorry. I'm just tired. <clears throat> and before you ask it, you've done nothing wrong. I must have done something wrong. You won't talk to me, you won't look at me. I can't come near you. We're in each other's pockets. We live together, we work together. Sometimes I think it's just too much. Oh. There's not a lot to say. Oh! This is like a really hard situation because obviously you want to criticize Anna for what she's doing, but to be honest, it's like she's the victim she's, here. She's like, trying to cope. She's yeah. trying to cope. It's really difficult with, for her. And, and this it's is literally the hard... day after. Like, not even yeah. enough time has passed at all. Yeah, it's really difficult. The only difficult. person who knows is Mrs. Hughes, and that's just, and that's just, that's not. It's a comfort that at least Mrs. Hughes knows, but. Damn. I know. Mrs. Hughes knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. She does. 
really does. Um, uh, speaking of Mrs. Hughes, <laughs> she's here with Carson talking about Carson's uh, long lost love, Alice, and how it's just making him more of a human person. Yes, uh, they kind of they have some really nice. Um, they actually have a nice little back and forth here that I kind of wanted to play. Okay, about like like nothing's changed. Like that, that part. Mm -hmm. Changed. He told me that she regretted it. Talking about Alice choosing Charlie over him. She's dead now, so it doesn't matter, but that's what she said. I disagree. It matters a lot. The woman you loved, loved you. But it doesn't change anything. It changes you from where I'm looking. So just like a little nice nice conversation between the two of them. Um Yeah, their little night nightcap. Yeah, not really sure if this is, you know, a big character arc for Carson, like if if this kind of realization will change him in some way. I don't know. Soften um, him slightly. To soften him? Because yeah, he's he's a real hard ass. Um and Anna walks in. <laughs> She's like, oh, am I interrupting? He's like, no, I'll say goodnight. And he leaves. Um, so now she's left with uh, Mrs. Hughes. Um, this oh. is where Anna asks if uh, she can have a room back upstairs. She wants to be back in Downton for a little bit um, and not be in her house with her husband. <sighs> Which, and then Mrs. Hughes is like, I don't know if that's the best idea, Anna. And then she's like, I really want to. And then Mrs. Hughes is like, okay, well, you know, if that's what you want. You know, we should maybe think about going to the to the authorities about this. And then she's like, no, because Mr. Bates is going to kill this man for assaulting me. And I cannot live with him being in jail. And she can't even let herself be touched because she just feels very dirty and soiled and horrible right now. Because that's what you feel when you've been assaulted. And, and she says the most, the most, the most saddest thing. Mm. Um, when she says, like, I, I feel like, I feel like I did something to bring this on myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, like what? Mm -hmm. What? That's absolutely not true. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, it's really sad. And poor Anna's just going through it. And she's, like I said, saying that she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to involve her husband because she doesn't want him to go kill the man. So, because he will. Well, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, that's true. The, the, yeah, I don't know. I, I think because they keep saying that he will, that he's not gonna. <laughs> when that's he finds true. out about this. Yeah, like just hy hyping all of this up to just these crazy, crazy heights to just have him not do that. Mm, yeah. So, sounds very <laughs> down Abby. Sounds like something that would happen. Like, and obviously we want, you know, we're on Anna's side and we want her to go to the authorities about this. But, you know, that's, that's the point. Like, it's going to take her a little bit to come to that. We are back with Jimmy and Ivy. They are holding hands and he's leading her to a room mm -hmm. so they can have a little Mac out sesh. And, of course, <sighs> Daisy sees this and she she runs off with this information. Look at that little egg um, tray. Look at that thing. There's like so cute. a tray so filled yeah. with little holes, like yeah. huge long tray. It's got to be room for four dozen eggs on this thing. Yeah. 
and Alfred comes in with the newspaper and apparently there's this like competition or something happening um, where candidates get to be chosen to to like become a chef um, a chef yeah like do they get a mentor or anything too or is it just like I think they get a job at like the Ritz and that's like at, like as a chef like as a cook um, and so there's like a competition and he's he's thinking about entering it and he's like where's it where's Ivy Ivy, <laughs> Ivy Excuse me. And Daisy says she's in the boot room and Alfred goes in there and they're kissing and you know Alfred is like well I guess I'm doing this competition oh my god and now Daisy feels really bad because she's like well shit I didn't want Alfred to leave but Daisy you know He's probably going to do it anyway. She acted out of jealousy. Like, she really wants Alfred to be over Ivy so that he can just focus on her. But, you know, it's it's a tough situation. Um, London. Well, this is what happens. He comes back. They're in London. Oh, no. No. Never mind. Sorry. That's after. <laughs> They're at Aunt Rosamond's house. Everybody's there. We've got um, Mary, Tom, Aunt Rosamond, Rose, <laughs> um, Anthony. Anthony. And the other guy. And the other guy who's in Rose. What's his name? Um, so John, John Bullock. 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 Yes. All right. Yep. And so there's just kind of some flirting between Mary and Anthony, and she's not really like super into it, but she's like, "Okay, you're here, I guess." So she keeps bringing up this other lady that that Anthony is is already courting. Yeah, like they're very close to being engaged. Like that's what he said. She's like, "What about Miss L- Miss Lane Fox or something?" Yeah, or something. She keeps bringing her up, <laughs> like, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." The night, just let's just see where this goes. Like yeah. he's just totally just pushing it to the side. And she's like, well, um, "Is Tom gonna come with us dancing? Because I guess we're all going dancing now." And she's yeah, they're gonna go to like a club or something. Yeah, um, that's that's very uh, safe. For, for people to go to that isn't just like a yeah a speakeasy or anything like that exactly um and everyone's going everyone's everyone's gonna go and this place is fancy fancy with um, a capital f dude this this is a nice looking ballroom hell yeah in a pretty nice building probably but we yeah. just get to see the inside of it and there's a really nice singer there and of course anthony a asked very very nice singer Oh yeah, a very very nice singer. Very 1920s style, very kind of like Cole Porter um, style songs, which are very fun. Um, and he's very cute. <laughs> I bet you really liked him. The 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 singing voice was was okay. I wanted like yeah, I don't know. His singing voice was a little boring, but he was very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Anthony's dancing with with mary and i think uh, rose went to dance with uh john mm-hmm. um and they're what are they chatting about here while they're dancing i've not paid attention just uh, like they're just trying to talking about childhood or something yeah just like having some conversation so that we can believe that they have some sort of a relationship there they're just lots, lots of shots of this singer. Like, uh-huh. like, pay attention to this guy. He's very important. He sings a lot. Like, he sings, like, three songs. <laughs> yeah, we hear, we hear like, we hear him sing a whole song. Anthony asks Mary to go, like, he's like, well, can I see you again before you leave? And she's like, I don't think there's going to be time. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, she says, I'm, I think I'm leaving tomorrow. Like, immediately. So, you know, 
Probably not. I don't. I don't think so. Like I gotta go do this thing and then I'm I'm gone. Um, and she's again bringing up the lady and how they're they're almost engaged. Him and you know the other woman and he's like, well, he kind of pushes it off again. Um. You know, and she just is. She and she already says here. She already says something along the lines of, you know, I'm not ready to court. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I won't be ready for a long time. And he says, I don't believe that. And I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like, the you... boundaries in this show, they're just going straight through them. People are they're like not trying to say what they're thinking. And then they're just like, I'm just not going to care that you just said that. I'm just not going to care. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what this guy is doing. She's treating these. She's treating these as just like acts of fancy. Like you know, it's it's fun to it's fun to pretend that things are, you know, not the way they are. But you have to go back to reality sometimes. And he's just not hearing it. And the singer like does this does this like little side eye. You don't know who he's looking at. I was like, he's looking at someone. Yeah, it's probably Rose. <laughs> we 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 obviously find out later that it's Rose, but it's just it's so funny how they were just focusing on this singer this whole time um and we're back in the kitchen back at downton and are they talking about the competition again yeah and just like the fact that alfred's actually gonna leave and you know of course james giving him a hard time and the fact that he's gonna leave for like probably a little bit it's kind of sad um so this like temporary leave because i mean if he doesn't get if he doesn't get uh picked then he yeah, can't I, do it i don't think i um, i'm not really sure about the specifics i, I really leaving? don't know how long this how long will he be gone for yeah i guess Goodness. i mean my my thought is that it's not going to be for a little bit yeah the turnaround on downton is is not very good <laughs> constantly getting new people yeah this is a good job for Alfred. Yeah, that's that's though, the so. term. He's very serious yeah. about becoming a cook. He is. He's been thinking yeah, about it for da- some Daisy, time. Daisy kind of brings up her act of jealousy and what she had, what she did, and she feels bad about it. And Miss Power is like, "Can you just be happy that you're that you're that you're friends with him?" Yeah. She's like, "No, <laughs> I want more." <laughs> she loves him, so it's she hard does. for her. Um, We're back at the club. Um, oh, sometime John later. Is- because yeah so yeah a little, little time later a lot more booze later um john is very drunk he's rowing rose all over the place he is basically just a making, sloppy mess exactly uh you know saying oh let's dance and she's really trying to like calm down and for some so reason back to the table for some reason it, tom oh, didn't get up to save her in this situation fast enough like i don't know why tom didn't it, we didn't get any shots of him seeing I don't know where he is. Um, he, he was da- he was dancing with Aunt Roseman right next to them, and like they, they saw them making a spectacle and just walked back to the table. I I know. Like so, then where did Tom do after that? Like he left me into the bathroom or something? I don't know. Whatever. He just sat down. So Tom just sat down, and then John went to go throw up. Like Rose, it, it ended up kind of fixing itself. Like Rose didn't need saving. Well then. The guy his dog just kind of left. He's like, I'm gonna go throw up, and well, then he just leaves. Okay, then the guy runs down. Jack, the singer, who's a black man, runs down to start dancing with Rose, and he's very suave, and she's very happy that he did this for her because you know it's nice of him to save her. He's like chatting that. her up. They, yeah, they just like some nice, some nice uh, back and forth. And um, that's when Tom gets up, a douchebag. Yeah, and um, 
and they're like let's go i think we, we've had enough um yeah they're like she and rose is like mr ross is very nice and and everything he kind of <clears> saved <throat> me and then of course and rosamond and everybody else is being a little racist and then they're like okay well we're gonna go you know, uh, Tom, I think, was just kind of, he's just not the suavest right now. He's dealing with his own shit right now. So he's not really, like, um, making himself more social. And, like, he kind of just goes up and he's like, I think we should leave. I think we should go now, Rose. <laughs> like, no, yeah. no, like, like. Oh, what happened to John? He's like, oh, I'm sure he's fine. And they just leave him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everybody gets <clears throat> and, back. Uh to the house. And Jack, Jack does a cheeky little wave to Rose as she's leaving. So mm -hmm. uh, that's that's not the end of that. I know. I hope. The guy was I very hope. cute. I, I hope he, he sticks so around. Cute. I hope he sticks around a little bit. Yeah. And then, of course, Aunt Rosamond has to say something to Rose. Like, well, you were dancing with the black man, Rose. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Okay. Racist <gasps> people. All right. Yeah. Um, and I do Very like this little conversation here. I think you should play this with Mary and Tom. Okay. I think it's it's really kind of sweet, actually. Oh, you have to put, turn it up. Yeah. Okay. I know. I was just I was playing it until we're until we're ready. Till it's ready. I was surely pleased anyone wanted to rescue me, and so would you have been. What's the matter? You've been in a glump all day. A glump. If I told you, you'd despise me. It may surprise you to hear that I said that to someone once. But I did confess in the end. And it made things a lot better. Well, I couldn't say it. Not to you. Then find someone you can tell. It will help more than you know. And on that modest note, good night. So Tom needs to find someone to tell, and I mean, there's only there's only one right answer. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mm-hmm. The person who knows about this whole situation... Person Mrs. Who knows Hughes. Everything. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes. Uh, Rebecca Downton. In the boot Edna room. Is in the boot room. And <laughs> is dusting off her shoes. Um, and she's, she's comes in. humming. She's smiling and humming because her plan is working. It does, yeah. As of right now, it is working. And Thomas is like, at least you're happy. Everyone's been so down in the dumps. Um, yeah. 
and, and of course, I don't know. I think this is like what? a power play or something. They're just oh, like, yeah. like I wouldn't cross, like I wouldn't cross me if I were you, or you know, you wouldn't some something like that. I don't really know. It's just this wasn't Thomas trying to help Edna at first. Thomas doesn't have any friends, and <clears throat> she says he doesn't. Have she friends. says to him, "You wonder why everybody hates you, or why everybody acts this way towards you." That's oh, what yeah. she said to him, which is like, yeah, yeah, Edna, yeah. He's always trying to power play people. Yeah. Um, everybody's back from London, including Anna. And she sees her husband in the hallway and he's being very nice to her. And, you know, he's like, well, please come and give me a kiss and and come here, you know. And she's like, no. And, and he's like, please kiss me. Like, I'm your husband. Like, what's wrong? And she's like, don't bully me. And, and so he's like, okay, you're really upset. I really don't know why you're upset. I, you tell me it's not me, but what am I going to, I can't fix this. I want to help you. I need to know what, what is going on. Yeah. I mean, if there's a reason, I'm going to find out about it. Which does not make her happy because no. she doesn't want him to know. And Carson comes in saying that Lord Gilliam has arrived. And of course that makes her worry and think that his, uh, oh, his yeah. valet is there as she well. Panics like, panics. and she's like, is he here too? And, He's like, no, doesn't, don't seem to be. Mr. Um, Carson okay. literally is just like, these, these signals are flying past his face. Like he, he is yeah. not acknowledging the fact that she just freaked out about this. The only person in the house who does not know what's going on is Carson. <laughs> and he should be knowing everything. Okay. Uh, he picks and chooses what he, what he wants to know about. He doesn't like to get into other people's business. Um, We um, have to play the situation with when oh after this edna comes in so okay. at the moment we're just gonna be talk we're just talking to mrs hughes and tom and yeah so tom has brought up the situation help. to mrs hughes and now they're gonna figure it out yeah um anna has told mary that the lord gilliam is here so anna i mean hannah uh mary <laughs> mary goes down to the study Mary's gonna hannah. Go to the, uh, anna hannah bobana cannot <laughs> 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 Um, and he's here. Oh my! God. He's here. Yeah. I wonder why. This is a real. Uh, this is a real Mr. Bingley situation. <laughs> it really is. Oh my God! That's exactly who he thinks he's being. He's like, yeah. I am Mr. Bingley. I am the one. I'm being so romantic right now, just like following this lady everywhere. He's being pushy. Like it's not he even like is. you know. And I want to like this dude, but he his actions are insane. He said, "I made a long journey." To ask a short question. Oh, Will you marry like, me? Oh, I, I went through all of this so I could profess my love to you and you should just love me back. Like, yeah. I don't see why you don't love me. It's like, dude, you're not that hot. She's like, well, down. you know, we met each other when we were kids and then we met each other a couple days ago and now you're saying that you're in love with me. Because he's like, yeah. He proposes to her. He actually proposes to her. And she's like, you don't, he's like, we know each other since we're kids. And she's like, you don't know me. Like we were, we were we don't children. know each other at all. And also, I'm not ready to get married. Maybe this would have been a different situation if I was. Yeah, you know? how many times I have to fucking tell you I'm not ready to get married? And oh god, I hate this whole situation. It, it is very uncomfortable. And like, it's not that she hates him. It's she just he's very pushy about this. And yeah. then he brings up Matthew. And he said, but he's dead, he's and, dead I'm and I'm alive. alive. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
Get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what I want Mary to say to him right now. And Miss Lane Fox. And and again, like, this dude's, like, two-timing, basically. Yeah. He's like, you know, I like her, but I don't love her. I'm not in love with her like I am with you. Like, you don't even know what love is. You don't even know what this is. You're just infatuated with Mary. Like, this don't get married from, like, this whole situation. Like, it is so intense. It's been, like, two days. Like. It's just you're very persuasive. No, you're not. No, he's not. Well, I think, like, to be honest, he's, like, he knows what she's feeling about being, like, the head of this house, too. But it's just, like, she doesn't need this He has right helped her now. with, like, some questions that she had. Yeah. Like, he definitely isn't a bad person. He's just pushing it so much. He's like, yeah. I love just, you. Just taking it too far. I do think, uh, like, again, I do think she likes him. I think she likes him. I don't think she, like, is the same way about him. You know? it's that's Yeah, which is why I'm surprised she hasn't said, like, you know, how about we just take things slow? Like, just, mm. like, she never says that. Yeah. Like, if she's interested, just say that you want to take things slow. That's how it works, I, I guess. I guess not. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Robert <laughs> Robert comes in and asks Mary. Robert came in, yeah. And Anthony, if they are, if Tony, is he, if he's going to stay the night. Yeah. Okay. She's coming. Okay. Edna is going down to where Tom and... We're back, we're back with Mrs. Branson Hughes. and Mrs. Hughes. Oh, my God. This conversation. <laughs> They're waiting for Edna. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. I see. What do you see? Well, I know now why you sent for me. You're going to gang up on me and try to pay me off. Why would we pay you off? Well, if I'm pregnant. But I want my baby to have a father and I won't change my mind about that. However much you offer. I wasn't planning to make an offer. Because there is no child. What? You can't know that. Nobody can. But I do know that, actually. Edna's not pregnant. Do you think she would have let herself get pregnant before she was sure of you? And she knew how to prevent it. Why else would you buy this book of instructions? Mary Stopes. Married love, though in your case it was unmarried love, wasn't it, dear? You've been through my things. What if I'd agreed to marry her and there was no baby? Once you'd agreed, she would have got pregnant, don't you worry. I don't know whom she would have selected as the father, but no doubt she had a candidate in mind. What proof have you got? Oh, none, at the moment. But if you persist in your lie, I'll summon the doctor and have him examine you. You can't force me. Oh, yes, I can. First, I'll lock you in this room. Then, when he's arrived, I'll tear the clothes from your body and hold you down if that's what it takes. Jesus. My goodness, Mrs. Hughes. You can't stop me from speaking to her ladyship. No, you're right. That I cannot do. But if you want a reference or another job during your natural lifetime, you'll hold your tongue. Damn. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes is going in for blood. And also, might I, I think we skipped a, a small a small uh, scene that happened. I think while Cora was talking to Robert, mm-hmm. uh, Edna was in the room. Oh, yes, she was. And yeah. Edna 
and like Cora asked Edna a question about welcoming new people to the family and whatever. Cause they're talking about Anthony, obviously. And Edna says like super creepily, like anyone would be happy to be a part of this family. Like that's what she said. I know. And like, it's so fucking creepy. It's, it's really satisfying <laughs> to hear Mrs. Hughes tell her off like this and kind of double cross her. Um, even though they're not like sure. And then Tom's like, well, how do you know she's not pregnant even with this book? You know, it's possible that she's pregnant. It still is. But she's like, I just called well, her bluff. No, until she has her next period. I know. She's like, <clears throat> do you really think she would have gotten herself pregnant? Do you really think that that was something she would have done? She's not I sure. She, I thought she would have actually like tried to get pregnant with, with, uh, with Branson. Like, I, I thought she yeah. would have actually tried to. And, uh, you know, made... there still is a chance. So maybe she'll get pregnant. There is. She's probably going to get fucking pregnant. <laughs> We can't do that because we already did it with the other ladies made with, you know, um, what was her name? Edith? No. Sorry. Uh, oh, the one that Robert kisses? No. The no, one, no, another one. The one with the baby. The one that had the baby with that other lady. Oh, like, Ethel. Ethel. Another E. Yes. Oh. Oh, good. <laughs> Ethel. We just can't have that storyline again. It's just too I close. Forgot. It's too similar. <laughs> um, as Edna's running away, uh, she runs into Thomas in the in the stairway, and I don't remember exactly what he says. Oh yeah, why don't you just play it? Because it's it's kind of it's it's what basically what she said, like what I said she said before. <laughs> oh, is this where she says white people dislike you or whatever? Yeah. What's the matter with you? Never mind. I thought we were all about to be dancing to your tune. Do you ever wonder why people dislike you so much? It's because you are sly and oily and smug. And I'm really pleased I got the chance to tell you before I go. Well, if we're playing the truth game, then you're a manipulative little witch. And if your schemes have come to nothing, I'm delighted. <laughs> Jesus! I, you... I actually love that line. <laughs> Like, Thomas is an asshole, but he's got some great lines sometimes. I know. Yeah. He just is so... Ugh. Ugh. Oh, man. They're both so... Ugh. But then, then there's no reason why they would be friends if they, if they act like that. Toward, you know. It's like... Same thing oh, would happen. So she leaves? She straight up leaves? She leaves. She fucking leaves. <gasps> I totally missed this part. Yeah. She's gone? Yeah, she's gone. And now oh, Anna has to take yeah. care of um, Cora. Cora as well. Yeah. And then Robert's okay. like, geez, we're all doomed with the lady maid stuff. And then he's like, Anna, are you all right? She's like, yeah, everything's everyone fine. Because everyone knows that something's wrong. Even Robert. And he has like. Even Robert. He's no. so fucking oblivious. <laughs> no. He doesn't care about anyone but himself. <laughs> and he's like, I hope Mr. Bates is t treating you all right. You know, because of course that's his own main concern is if Mr. Bates is being a good husband, which is kind of adorable. I yeah. mean, he cares about Mr. Bates. He cares about Anna. So he does. Yeah. It's kind of cute. It makes me not hate him as much. <laughs> uh, but not, not by much. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know what it is? It's hard because the guy who plays him is he's so he's just such a likable dude. So when, yeah. when you're watching him, you like really want to like him, but he's making all these choices and things and you're like, Oh yeah. He suck, has such a but... likable face. Like he's so cute. Yeah. I mean, the actor is like very likable. Yeah. So it's a little bit, you know, he's kind of one of those people. Um, 
So we're Edith, in the parlor. Yeah, we're we're in the parlor and we find out that Edith kind of stuck back in London, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, she's there with her. With, like her, he, with her bae. Robert's with like, her I wonder why she stayed. And then Mary's like, it's because oh, yeah, Edith is why. as mysterious as a bucket. <laughs> that line was so funny. Yeah. It's so mysterious why she wants to stay in London. That's really not. It's really not. It's really not. Um, now Robert likes the guy, so that's a good. Yeah, so he doesn't he doesn't feel uh you know bad like and or mad. Isabel is out as well for dinner, which is very nice. And yeah, she says a very nice thing to Anthony. She says, you know, it's very nice seeing you here. Glad to have you around. I hope we see you around here soon. Yeah, and she's being very nice. Very nice of her to say to someone who might be courting Mary. Yeah, which is hard very for her. soon. So yeah, she's being the, the bigger woman on the outside and. You know, telling Violet how she really feels about this situation. Um, yeah. Because Violet's also kind of a nice friend, and she basically is saying, you know, I'm surprised I'm being so nice, too. <laughs> this is surprising me. <laughs> Ooh, and now we're in London with Edith and Michael, mm. and they're they're having some coffee. This is like, it's and like nighttime. They're like, it's night. It's sexy time. It is. It's, it's like the, the lights are down. Yeah, you know, Edith. Edith's looking beautiful with her hair and her dress, and like like her just her whole shoulder and back is just out of this dress. It's very nice. Yeah, very beautiful. She's very and uh, and they're just uh, they're just they're flirting. Oh yeah, you know. Um, and then she kind of asks him how, you know, he's going to be gone next week, and so they're really really quite sad about this and. Like, and you know, I think he has to officially move now and start working with the lawyers, mm-hmm. like to to change to get citizenship, right? Like, yeah. so he's going to be gone for a while. That's the idea that she he's probably going to be gone for some time before the government can divorce him because he has to become a citizen. <clears throat> um, and then he's like, "Oh, to, you know, I actually got this paper that you can sign here so that you can manage my affairs here in London," um, which I hope does not come back to bite her because. <laughs> I really hope not. Being like in charge of somebody's entire life and stuff is like okay. <laughs> like they're yeah. not married, but she's just signing this random paper because she trusts him. Like she really, really trusts him. Like, and yeah. I mean, he has never ever given us a reason not to trust him. He honestly. I hope is... something can happen with his wife, like in the like to where she needs to be seen. Like, I that don't know. to go see her. That's totally going to happen. I honestly have no idea where this story is going. It's like... The I, I'm only... assuming she's in an institution, like, in in London. Yeah, like maybe in Europe. somewhere nearby or something. Yeah. I mean, I I just feel something bad is going to happen to Gregson, and she's going to be left to pick up the pieces with his estate and stuff. I don't know. That's just what I, I think. <gasps> or that. Um, oh, my gosh. So he kisses her goodnight, and they just keep kissing. They keep kissing until the sun comes up. <laughs> obviously they uh they totally have sex <laughs> they totally do <laughs> they totally totally do back at downton um i guess is anna taking edna's room or like what's what's happening here i, I guess um yes she's basically like well now that i'm because they wanted to make up an excuse for anna to, oh, to be have able to, to stay in the, the house. house and now because Edna's not gone. Not hurt Mr. Bates' feelings. Yeah, because Edna's gone now, she's like, well, I have to do both ladyship and and Mary now, so I have to be up even earlier, so I can't. There's like, the excuse. Yeah. There you go. Very convenient. 
more convenient. Um, you know, um, then uh, Mrs. Mrs. Hughes, Hughes has a gift yeah. for, for Carson. She gives him a present. Uh, he opens it and it's uh, she took the picture of uh, his his lady love, Alice, and uh, she put it in a frame for him. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, it's cute. And he's like, she's like, good to be reminded that Tony Stark has a heart. You know, Tony Stark has a heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she says. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I was watching this with my roommate. I was watching this with my roommate, and um, and the picture it it like the the camera like panned over the picture very quickly, and and he was like, uh, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> I was like, "That's a woman." <laughs> And he's like, oh, I thought that was like a war picture of like Carson, like when he was younger. And I was like, no, it's a portrait of a this lady that he was in love with. Yeah, um, it's just like business of life is the acquisition of memories. In the end, that's all there is. Thanks for that wisdom, Carson. There you go. <laughs> They're always just Carson's... about wisdom in this in this house. Carson's acting very, uh, very um, emotional this episode. Yeah, he is. It's kind of cute. I mean, I like to see it's it. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, he really doesn't do anything else. <laughs> yep. That's his only thing this episode. Uh, we're with Robert and Mr. Bates. I think Mr. Bates is getting him ready for uh, for uh, sleep. And uh, what are they talking about? Oh, I think Mr. Bates is telling him about the whole Anna situation that he thinks something's wrong, but she won't tell him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, it's and then he kind of I think he kind of confesses that actually yes there is something wrong and I have no idea what it is and so now that Robert's been brought to this and and he's like well she didn't do anything wrong clearly because she's my wife and I love her so much so something is wrong and Robert's like well I really hope you guys can sort this out so at least now Robert knows something so maybe he'll say it to Cora and then they'll kind of like try and get out what's going on because. It's just they're not... gonna they're gonna force that of her at some point. Yeah, like it's gonna happen. She's just doing a not so great job of convincing everybody that she's okay, and it's just not gonna be. It's not good. It's never gonna be good. So, you know. Um. Then the maid Edith, Edith sneaks back in yeah. to Downton early the next morning. No, to Aunt Rosman's house. To oh, to Aunt Rosman's house. Yeah, oh, I in thought London. she was like a Downton. No, no, she came back like at six a.m to oh, aunt rosman's London. house okay, okay that's when aunt rosman talked to her later yeah that's right so aunt rosman's maid sees her coming in late and so more to come on that mm-hmm. um anthony and mary are taking a walk around the grounds and um again i think he's just talking about marriage trying to trying to persuade mary to to marry him and mary says like a nice thing to him i don't know when she says it um about like where he said you fill my brain and she's like matthew fills my brain still and he will for some time yeah i mean it, he it, but he doesn't care <laughs> he's literally he just like care. blasting through this <laughs> like i don't know how to no, oh, there we go yeah she says yeah yeah matthew fills my brain exactly and this guy just is not listening he's like i'll wait <laughs> And he says the most infuriating thing. He's like, "Okay, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna reject me, can I at least have a kiss?" And I'm just like, "Dude!" And she kisses him. 
Like, Fuck. Yeah, she gives him, like, she a does. really good kiss. And I think it's, you know, there's a lot of things. I think Mary is feeling this way because it's nice to feel wanted. It's nice to feel loved. And it's really hard to, you know, reject something like that when it's, it is a very good proposal for her. It's a very good situation for her. But it's, like, she still cannot. She's not emotionally ready. Yeah, she just cannot put it there. But I think she just kind of gives in to the fact that, She's going to kiss this guy, but then in the end, she eventually, well, what she chooses is not him. Yeah, it almost seems like a last-ditch effort to him as well, because he Mm -hmm. says, he says, um, there's one more thing that I request, and, you know, once this is done, I'll I'll leave you at peace forever. And she's like, okay, what is it? And he's like, will you kiss me? And and I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. Um, Um, Which is never one last thing. It's never like... I will never love again as I love you in this moment. What? You don't is... know what love is. This is infatuation, uh, buddy. It's again just just a fling right now. Like you're going to get over it. It's going to be okay. Like it's fine. Um, you know, this is this is very romantic of you and it's nice, but you just you, you got to go. <laughs> She's not available. I'm sorry. Kiss is done. Uh, they say goodbye. Yeah. He really likes her. He like she says obsessed. she says something at the end of the episode that makes me think that she had accepted his proposal, but mm, no. I, okay. I, I mean, I, we'll I get we're gonna get there. Said. I mean, she walks in. I think it's like the very very end, but she's very torn, okay. and it's just like really hard for her. Um, Thomas is talking to Robert and. He's like, well, you know, since uh, Mrs. Braithwaite's not coming back, um, you think I could put my own candidate forward for the maid position? Who does Who does Tom know? I don't know. He has friends. Thomas has who friends. The hell, who the hell does Tom know? Um, I don't know. We're going to find out, I guess. New person. That's kind of interesting. Um, maybe it'll be Edna again. Be like, oh, it's Edna. It's her, it's her twin sister, uh... Bedna, her twin, her twin, her twin, her twin sister, and I'm trying to think what, what's Edna backwards. And, and I can't Ad, what Adne, Adne, no, and no. Andy, Andy, her, her twin sister Andy. Um, okay, you got to go back because I, I didn't. Shit, I didn't read. Was pay attention. I think it's go. like. The, and and he says, "Where's Anthony?" And they're like, "Oh, he, oh shit! Why don't you just, why don't you just play, it and then we can really get to the bottom of this here." Too far, too far. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. She's a little older. Yeah. Someone older. Somebody older than Edna. Than Andy. Know? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Mary comes back. She says, "Where's Tony?" Is he gone? He thought he'd said all his goodbyes, and he wanted to catch the half past nine. Are you ready? Where are you going? York for estimates to re-equip the sawmill. So, will we be seeing Tony Gillingham again? I'm sure we will, eventually. Oh, he was telling me about Mabel Lane Fox. Apparently, they're getting engaged. I imagine he'll be very taken up with that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I dare say. Right, I'll get my hat. So I, I do. I think that means that she's. Like, no, we're so not going to be seeing okay. him. Again. Not going to be seeing him. Yeah. Like, she brings up the other woman to her father. She's like, Yeah. It's, it's like just an excuse. Wink, wink, dad. Yeah. 
Not that she basically, I think it's like to make it seem like she didn't reject him. And yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, Rosamond calls Edith into the parlor, a very nice parlor. Mm-hmm. Um, very cute. And um, you know, she's basically uh, interrogating her. She's like, why did you come in? My maid saw you come in at 6 a.m. Yeah. What the heck happened? And she's like, you, just, you know? You know? And then of course, of course, yeah, like, um, Edith's like, well, nothing. You know? And then she's like, don't even give me a fucking excuse right now. I know what you did. And I can't believe that you're trusting this man with your life, basically, now. You've slept with him. Like, you're an adult, but you're going to regret this. It's just the yeah, truth. Edith, Edith's trying to persuade her, like, you know, he's he said he's gonna marry me. And she's like, Oh, like Anth- like Anthony Strallen. She's like, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> that you, was uncalled me. for. Um and she's like, You're gambling with your future and you don't know how this could possibly come back to you. Like you you don't know. And it's like Yeah, she she doesn't know. Uh she doesn't know. Like you can only you'll only know when you know love is is a leap of faith sometimes you just can't that's just the way she's feeling about this and she, this yeah, is and her still choice these very traditional views of how relationships should be handled still kind of happening that's what roseman kind of kind of touches on like you know times are changing but things are things a lot of things are still the same and you shouldn't be risking things you shouldn't be gambling uh, okay so then tom gets into the car and then he's like telling mary i told somebody and it got better so thanks mary and now it's gone and i'm like or is it this is not gonna be gone now you just said it's gone which means the writers are gonna be like something's gonna happen yeah don't don't fucking jinx it (laughs) (laughs) jeez like jeez come on and that's the end of the episode they drive off drive off to york Okay, well, I did hate this episode a lot less than last episode. Um, I thought it was fun. But the thing was that, like, this episode was so much... Every single storyline was about sex. Like, every single thing that happened in this episode was because somebody had sex. Mm -hmm. Which is Mm -hmm. just... Which is crazy. I mean, they just threw it all in there at the same time. It's It's just too much. Like... Yeah, you know, Anna's sexually assaulted, and then you know Edith has sex with her boyfriend. Tom has sex with Edna. Um, Mary's getting proposed to, like, kind of sexually in a way as well because this guy's mm-hmm. infatuated with her. Mm-hmm. Like, am I missing anything? Like Rose, Rose dances with a literal sex god <laughs> yeah. at the club. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just like so much, um, so many things revolving that are kind of like possibly going to happen because of these decisions and these choices, you know? Yeah. Also, there's the love triangle, like the love square that kind of like got like fixed up because Ivy and James, they weren't having sex, but you know, they were, they're now together. A lot of, a lot of tension there, a lot of sexual tension there. (sighs) It's just like there's a lot there's a lot of like relationship even carson is talking about a, a former flame Former flame. <laughs> this is a very sexually charged episode wow i know Moral of the episode keep it in your pants everyone <laughs> or just or just be safe 
be safe yeah and i'm worried you know it's like of course i'm worried about edna possibly still being pregnant i mean she did have that book to try and like dissuade her from getting pregnant which you never know if that's like the case um obviously but there are yeah. like i mean were there many books like written at that time where it was like you know trying to figure out when you were ovulating mm-hmm. i think like... it was like that yeah it's kind of yeah. like you know you know certain times of the month when you're more likely to get pregnant versus other times um, yeah just based off like tracking your cycle so like but obviously you can still get pregnant <laughs> like obviously. you can still get it even if you're not if you're not yeah. on that time that you're ovulating or something you know so yeah you really don't know and then there's edith like she basically is now in charge of all of this guy's stuff and she could be pregnant as well i mean she did sleep with him so it's possible as well so i mean you, you don't know though she might not mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they might have not like you know he might have like pulled out or something instead of like actually having sex with her like you know what i mean like yeah maybe uh, or they just cuddled all night or something. Or that. I mean, yeah. Or they just, they were macking out and they fell asleep. <laughs> there was so know. much sexual tension between those two. They just like, wouldn't be you able to keep it in their pants. I don't care what, what Rosemond said. Good for Edith. You know oh, what? I mean, you know. She, she needs deserves it. She, she, she deserves it. <laughs> she, you know, things. It, it's he just... seems genuine. I, I hope, I hope he's genuine. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's probably not, but I'm sure. I don't know. Like, I hope (laughs) he, you know, there's just so much shame related to sex in this episode that it's like really hard to, it's just, there's not a lot of positive experiences and it's just like not a lot of like positivity with it right now. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad because. Yeah, for sure. You want it to be in a situation where it's more positive and it's just not. So. Yeah yeah poor poor characters um i mean watching it again i kind of like this episode more so yeah it's um, a decent episode i'm gonna give this episode um seven picture frames out of ten. Oh, picture frames proof that tony stark has the hearts that was yeah that was pretty cute um i am going to give this um i will give it hmm. i'm gonna give this one eight eight a sexy sexy club singers out of ten <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that yeah. Had to go for it. Had to go for it there. Yeah, he was really sexy. He was super sexy. Um, all right. Well, that was a fun episode. It mm-hmm. opened up some stuff and it closed some stuff. So we'll see where it goes. Um, Sad that got Alfred's off to a gonna real leave. bumpy start. I hope that the season can can get its shit together. Well, really according to our can. Downton Abbey correspondent, it does not. So. Yeah, we reached out to our Downton Abbey correspondent and said, we haven't had you on as a guest for a while. Did you want to be a part of season four? And she's like, fuck no, season four sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what she said. Oh, um, boy. So um, we'll see her again in season five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even... Yeah. 
don't even remember if, if she was in season three. I don't I don't know if she was. She might have. Maybe like a Christmas episode. But no, I'm not sure. I don't think she was. Um, but we will just uh, keep trudging on through this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music and Spotify. And um, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our various social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search variations of All by the Popcorn or All by the Popcorn Podcast um, and like our pages. Um, we're also on YouTube. We record some of our episodes, so please check that out. Uh, just search All by the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to email us and say hello, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we've also got a TikTok. Search All by the Popcorn Podcast and look for our logo. Um, and check out our merch. We would really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you in the next Downton episode. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.